Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GinJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Thursday, November 9th. We are just a few days away from the Jaguars hosting the San Francisco 49ers at the bank, Everbank Stadium, a game that should easily have been flexed to 4 p.m. or primetime, but it is at 1 p.m. That's fine. That's the typical standard time for Jaguars football. Legends game, so there will be a ton of former Jaguars in attendance for this one. Uh, no throwback uniforms. Maybe next year. That rumor was unfortunately not true. Uh, but they will be in all teal with black socks. I think that's a very good look, if you ask me. I think that's a good way to represent Duval out there in all teal. The Jaguars are 6-2. and two. They have won five straight contests. The only team in the NFL on a five-game winning streak. There are no teams in the NFL that even have even won four straight games. 49ers, they are 5-3. and three. They've lost three straight games. Both teams are coming off a bye week, so they're rested. They've been getting some players back, expecting to get some players back at least. But even though the 49ers, they've lost three straight games, right? Do not overlook this bunch. They are incredibly dangerous on both sides of the ball. A team that I, quite frankly, uh, thought would have every chance to compete for the NFC Championship. I still think they do as long as they can get healthy and get some things figured out. But we can go ahead and get into this this Week 10 contest, a game that I think should be excellent. Again, if both teams show up and show out. Offensively for the 49ers, uh, this, is, this offense is coached by one of the very best in the game today. Kyle Shanahan, obviously. Wide zone, play action, their bread and butter. They do a lot of different things as well uh, to complement those concepts. And obviously coming off a of bye week, Kyle Shanahan will have had a little bit more time to dissect this Jaguars defense, to insert some different looks into this offense for the San Francisco 49ers. But this offense is a lot more than just smoke and mirrors, a lot more than just wide zone and play action. Their skill position talent is unreal. Christian McCaffrey, so dangerous. This is a running back that Travis Etienne has been trying to emulate and and learn from. And now they're going to be on the same field together. Travis Etienne said he's fired up about it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey... So dangerous, whether it's as a running back, whether it is as a pass catcher, no matter what, when they're feeding him the football, he can hurt you. He can hurt you in a big way on the offensive side of the ball for the San Francisco 49ers. George Kittle, one of the top tight ends on the planet, right? A complete player, great athlete, very good hands, unbelievable hands, but also a really good blocker in space and on the line of scrimmage. This guy does it all for the 49ers. Debo Samuel returned to practice in full on Wednesday, was dealing with a shoulder injury. Um, Again, like Christian McCaffrey, one of the most dangerous players on the planet with the ball in their hands. And then you also have Brandon Ayuk, who's a fantastic compliment. He is a great route runner, very difficult to keep contained. Uh, So, they're going to have their hands full when it comes to dealing with these skill players for the 49ers. And they've got other receivers that can get the job done as well. Um, it's looking like potentially no Trent Williams for the 49ers. He is the best left tackle in the game by far, in my opinion. He's been dealing with an ankle, did not practice Wednesday. Um, Kyle Shanahan mentioned that that ankle is just taking a little bit longer to heal than they expected. So when you talk about Trent Williams not being able to play, if he can't go out there, that impacts their running game and their their pass pro, right? Um, he's one of the best in the league when it comes to getting out in space and absolutely demolishing linebackers and secondary players. So if he's not there, that certainly um, lessens what they can do from an offensive line standpoint, but that they can still absolutely 
absolutely crush you from an offensive standpoint. If you go out there and you're not on your keys and you're not playing disciplined football and you're not playing aggressive football and you don't have that mindset, this 49ers team can run you out of the building. And you saw that against the 49ers, against the Cowboys, excuse me, a few weeks back. Just prior to this losing streak, they beat down the Cowboys 42 to 10. This is an offense that can get rolling. Now, Brock Purdy, their quarterback, he has been putting the ball in harm's way lately. I think part of that probably has to do with no Trent Williams. Pass protection hasn't been great, but he has nine turnover worthy plays in the last three games for them. Very uncharacteristic. Uh, They have turned the ball over six times in the last two games. Very uncharacteristic as well. Um, How do you get them in these situations where they're going to turn the ball over? I think, for one, you score early. You get them down on the scoreboard. um, You play complimentary football. They have to try to come back. That's not their bread and butter. They want to play with the lead. They want to run the football. The Jags have been good at getting up on teams lately. Uh, But they haven't played a team nearly as talented as the 49ers from top to bottom this year, in my opinion. Obviously, entering that Bills game, the Bills were looking excellent, but injuries struck, and uh, I think the Jaguars got, you know, quite frankly, got lucky with Matt Milano and some of the other injuries that the Bills suffered. But look, the Jags' defense has the formula. Stop the run, force turnovers. They've been doing both of those things at an extremely high clip this year. It's been working like a charm for them, and every week except for... Houston, which of course Houston, Bobby Slowick, Houston Texans offensive coordinator comes from San Francisco. D'Amico Ryans comes from San Francisco, their head coach. So I do think when you talk about some of the coverage busts that the Texans forced, big two big coverage busts in that contest, that's the kind of stuff that Kyle Shanahan can dial up. Uh, He's good at testing your coverage rules. He's good at creating space. So the Jags got to be on the money from a communication standpoint and from a mental standpoint um, when they're they're in coverage. There's no doubt about that because if you have coverage busts against this team, it's going to be a long day. It absolutely is. So the Jaguars, they need to show up and show out on the defensive side of the ball. And again, they have all the keys to be able to do that, and, and they have the ability to take advantage, in my opinion, of a a 49ers pass protection group, especially without Trent Williams, that has been fairly soft this year. You know, one of the worst groups up front at pass protection in the league so far in 2023. Now, switching sides of the ball, Jaguars offense versus 49ers defense. Uh, The Jags offense is still kind of trying to find its footing. They've been shooting themselves in the foot a little bit too much. I think if if you saw a few less turnovers on that side of the ball, unforced errors, that you'd see an offense putting up a lot more points than they currently are. But whether it be you know Trevor Lawrence throwing an interception that's uncharacteristic, or an Evan Ingram fumble, or or a Tank Bigsby fumble, whatever it may be, the Jaguars are turning the ball over just a little bit too much, and uh, I think that's preventing them from really looking like the offense that we all expect to see. I think you also have seen some pass protection issues for the Jaguars and hopefully getting Walker Little back in the lineup, bring Ezra Cleveland in as a guy who if there's any injuries at guard or tackle, you're going to be able to replace your starter with another starting caliber player. I think that helps you out a lot.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This 49ers defensive front, it is scary. Steve Wilkes is dialing it up this year uh, for the 49ers defense as defensive coordinator instead of D'Amico Ryans. I don't think Wilkes has done quite the job that Ryans did for the 49ers, but they do a lot of similar stuff. They do run a, a little bit more man coverage than they had in years past, um, which I don't think has necessarily been a good thing for them. But uh, we'll dive into it. They've been missing a lot of tackles lately. This is a team that normally is a sound tackling group, but they have been missing tackles. Uh, They haven't been covering as well down the field as you'd expect either when you talk about some of these guys that they they have out there in their starting lineup in the secondary hasn't been as dominant as you normally expect from a 49ers defense that has been one of the best in the league for the past half decade or more. The defensive front, though, it is as good as it gets when it comes to being aggressive, getting after the quarterback. They just brought in Chase Young to pair with Nick Bosa back together again like their days at Ohio State. They've got Javon Hargrave in the middle, Eric Armstead. They've got Randy Gregory, Clellan Farrell. They are loaded up front with talent. I mean, Drake Jackson as well. They drafted uh, Robert Beal out of Georgia, who hasn't been doing much yet, but I think that's another guy. The 49ers, they are like a pipeline for defensive line talent. Um, and it's been impressive. Obviously, Arden Key came from there. You've seen Samson Ebukam come from there. Uh, Charles Aminehu went out there and then got paid by the 49ers. This is a factory for defensive line talent and for defensive line production. Um, and what you can do to take advantage of that is use their aggressiveness against them. They like to get in the in the quarterback's lap. They like to create pressure. If they're they're being overly aggressive in their wide nine defensive front, there's going to be rushing lanes. There's going to be different things that you can try to take advantage of. But look, their linebackers are fantastic. Fred Warner, maybe the best linebacker, most complete linebacker in the league. Drake Greenlaw is very very good as well. So this is a group that even if you're able to find some some lanes against the the defensive line. The linebackers have done a great job filling. Talano Hufanga also does a great job in that regard. Their safety, unbelievable playmaker. They've still got Tashawn Desha- Gibson out there as well. You know, throwback from the Jaguars uh, 2017 AFC championship game run, right? But look, this is a defense that has not been as good lately as you expect. Demondre Lenore out there at cornerback. Trivarius Ward not having their best seasons. In the league so far, um, still two good players. Charverius Ward is a very good player, but these two guys are not playing at the level you normally expect. Um, and then I think you also want to dictate them getting in nickel looks because Isaiah Oliver, who's a guy that I thought the Jaguars uh, would have been wise to sign this offseason, 
coming from Atlanta. He's a guy I thought would be a good good fit here in Jacksonville. Maybe he would be with more zone coverage looks. He's struggled this year. Quite frankly, he struggled in coverage this year. He has been their weakest link in coverage. Um, I also think that, again, use their aggressiveness against them up front. They're going to try to get after the quarterback with all they've got with that front. They're going to try to penetrate. And I think, again, you can use your play calling to take advantage of that. And I think Doug Peterson has probably been in the lab trying to do exactly that this week. Doug Peterson impressed Taylor. Um, Again, I said they run a little bit more man coverage this year. Not a man-heavy team, but a little bit more man coverage. When you've got man coverage in, in big money situations, Trevor Lawrence, he's got to take advantage of that with his legs. And he's done that at a very... A high clip this year. He's done a good job of doing that for the Jaguars offense so far in 2023. I think he needs to be able to continue to do that. If the 49ers present him with those man coverage looks, you've got guys chasing receivers all over the place. Trevor Lawrence should have some rushing lanes as long as he's able to avoid the incoming uh, onslaught of pressure from Chase Young, from Nick Bosa, Javon Hargrave, etc. Looking at special teams, we don't talk about special teams a lot, but because special teams have been so dynamic for the Jaguars, I want to start giving them their credit. You know, Brandon McManus has been money for the Jaguars outside of that loss to the Houston Texans, which really only one of those kicks was his fault. Um, he, he missed one kick, had one blocked. The block was not on Brandon McManus. It was absolutely a Will Anderson, unbelievable play. Logan Cook, one of the best punters in the game. Jamal Agnew, one of the best returners in the game. Their kick coverage has been on the money so far uh, this year, again, since the Houston game. The Jags could have an advantage here when you talk about special teams. The 49ers haven't been as good of a special teams unit as the Jaguars. Their rookie kicker, Jake Moody, has not been great beyond 40 yards, but extremely talented. He can have a good game anytime he steps out on the field. Their punters, or excuse me, their punter has been good. And Ray Ray McLeod, their return man, he's a quality returner as well. We'll see how it plays out. I think the Jaguars could have an advantage in special teams, and they have had an advantage in special teams for most of the season. When that happens, it helps you out on the offensive and defensive side of the ball, right? Um, final thoughts on this game. Again, I think this could be one of the best games of the year if both if both squads show up and, and play their brand of football. I think if you're the Jaguars... Take advantage of the 49ers pass pro. Josh Allen is playing unbelievable football. Trayvon Walker starting to show some more signs of life. You're going to have opportunities against an offensive line that struggles in pass protection. But in order to get to those opportunities, you're going to have to slow them down on early downs. And that means stopping the run, staying in your gaps against the run, finishing tackles. All of that is going to lead to the Jaguars forcing third and longs. And if you can do that, you can avoid coverage busts. You're going to have a chance to slow them down. The 49ers have not scored more than 17 points in their last three contests. I think a lot of that falls back on Brock Purdy. But again, when you don't have a quality offensive line in front of you, I think it's tough to get things done. We will have keys to victory and bold predictions coming up later in the week where you'll get that score prediction from me uh, probably on Saturday. You can look forward to that. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop. We have a sale going on today for our t-shirts, $20 t-shirts, code TME, that is T-E-E-M-E, Again, at ginjag.com slash shop. Really appreciate y'all's support. Have a good one.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.